0: Hello, and welcome to What Goes
1: Bump in the Night. Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump the Night. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is... Trevor Jensen. The newly married Trevor Jensen. I'm married, motherfucker. And it was Riley's birthday the other day. <laughs> the big 3-0 Dirty 30. Dirty 30 birdie in the house, squawk, squawk, squawk. Actually, knock, knock, knock. Knock, 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 because what are we talking about today, Trevor? We're talking about the Tommy knockers. Or the, the knocker.
0: Knacker. knacker.
1: Or a gnome
0: likeish creature or the kolbinya <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> We're just we
1: never right. we should just never try like other languages. <laughs> I still don't know if I said it right or not. Like we should just stick away from the poopy English, <laughs> Spanish, German, English,
0: Dutch. English hard. No <laughs> away
1: from all of them.
0: I just, it's hard languages to do. Languages are
1: hard. Letters and words together are hard. and Reading and writing is harder. This is the 112th episode. And thank you, of course, as always, folks, for joining us for another episode. We couldn't tell you enough how much we absolutely love our mwah, listeners. Mwah,
0: mwah. It's me kissing the mic. Love y'all. Tongue kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor likes you a little bit too much. Don't worry. It's consensual because I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I have no idea.
0: He thinks just because you clicked on us, it's consent. So That's enough consent that I need to say I love you all from the bottom of my heart.
1: Because we're almost to 11,000 11, plays, actually, almost now. Oh, my God. So
0: we're doing things. Let's. We didn't get close
1: things. to last year. September was our most played month of all time. We didn't get that close this year so let's we've done well but start a new goal to make october our most played month ever because let's guess get what? a thousand downloads yes what a thousand downloads and we'll do a giveaway How about it's that?
0: spooky season folks and you know what you want to hear in your earbuds
1: what goes
0: in the night okay so why don't we go ahead and start talking about the tommy knockers
1: <laughs> yeah i think we've we we set a goal for october we set gonna, a gift. We want 1,000 downloads, and we Are will do a trick-or-treat giveaway.
0: I'll give you candy, little boy. <laughs> All right, never mind. Tommyknockers, the knocker, knacker, or Tommyknocker, is a mythical subterranean gnome-like creature in Cornish and Devon folklore. Its Welsh counterpart is the Colby Now. I think that's better, Colbynau. now. Colby now. Call me now. (laughs) It's closely related to the Irish Leprechaun, Kentish Clocker, and the English and Scottish Brownie. The Cornish describe this creature as a little person, two feet, no inches, tall, with a disproportionately large head, long arms, wrinkled skin, and white whiskers. It wears a tiny version of standard miners' garb and commits random mischief such as stealing miners' unattended tools and food.
1: So, your typical gnome, really.
0: Your typical little thieving gnome.
1: So, let's dive into a little bit of the Cornish folklore here. Cornish miners believe that the dimitive knocker beckoned them towards finding rich veins of tin. As miners changed from independent family-owned operations to hired laborers for large industrialized companies... I need my steel. ...there was an increased concern for safety reflected in the knocker's new rule. They knocked on the mine walls to warn of an impending collapse. It's coming down! Generally considered benevolent, they were also tricksters who would hide tools and extinguish candles. They are similar to the Welsh Kolbanau. One interpretation holds that they are mine spirits believed to be ghosts of the Jews who worked in the mines in the 11th and 12th century. Why do they gotta do them like that? not just Jews worked in mines. (laughs) Uh, Another view is that they are the spirits of those killed in the mine to show appreciation and to avoid future peril. The miners cast the last bite of their tasty pastries into the mine for the knockers.
0: That seems like a good waste of a pastry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would never throw the rest of my Pop-Tart on the ground.
0: Nah, man, I'm eating that whole damn thing. In the United States of America... In the 1820s, immigrant Welsh and Cornish miners brought tales of the Tommyknockers and their theft of unwatched items and warning knocks to western Pennsylvania. Cornish miners, much sought after in the years following the gold and silver rushes, brought them to Colorado, Nevada, and California. The underground elves became part of the folklore of the miners throughout the American West, not just those of Cornish background. When asked if they had relatives Blah, 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 relatives who would come to work the mines the Cornish miners always said something along the lines of well my cousin Jack over there over in Cornwall would's come could ye pay his boat ride I love that <laughs> and so they came and be called cousin Jack
1: <laughs> cousins cousin Jacks
0: the cousin Jacks. <laughs>
1: That's a whole nother thing, apparently.
0: Apparently. The Cousin Jacks refused to enter new mines until assured by the management that the knockers were already on duty. Even non-Cornish miners who worked deep in the earth where the noisy support beams creaked and groaned came to respect the Tommy knockers. The American interpretation of knockers seemed to be more ghostly than elfish. Believe in the knockers in America... Belief in the knockers in America... Remained well into the twentieth century where when sorry, my curse is over that. When one large mine closed in nineteen fifty six and the owners sealed the entrance, fourth, fifth, and sixth generation cousin jacks circulated a petition calling on the mine owners to set knockers free so they could move on to other mines. The owners complied. Belief among Nav Navden Navden on ad- Nevada. Nevada. Oh, Nevada. <laughs> Fuck.
1: <laughs> Reading's hard. Sorry, our Nevada friends.
0: I never have heard of them called Nevadans. I guess you could say upers or like Michiganders. Michiganders, yeah. It's same difference. uh Miners persisted amongst its miners as late as the 1930s. Tommy Knocker Brewery in Idaho Springs, Colorado, owes its namesake to the mythical creature and began serving 18 in 1859 to meet the needs of the large number of prospectors as a part of the Colorado silver boom. Knocker also appeared as a name of the same phenomena in the folklore of the Standorfshire miners.
1: So, that's Bing. basically just the the wiki explanation of what a Tommy Knocker is. It's very very
0: vague. There's a very lot more. Vague.
1: There's a lot more and I'd actually like to jump into a story here. You tell from me a Colorado. Story at the Mamie R. Mine. The Mamie! This might be real. It might not be real. There's not a whole lot of
0: accounts in paper form, I believe, right? No. It's just a lot of hearsay. This happened like Early 1800s? Late 1800s.
1: 1800s. (laughs) The late 1800s. Um, It's said to be the most haunted mine in the West. Miners refused to go into the mine because of strange accidents that happened. Oh. There was a man His name was Hank Bull. What a name. What a name. He heard a young boy in one of the new tunnels. This new tunnel was not ready for people to go up and down in yet. But man built like bull. But the man is a bull, and he heard a young boy, and he said it ain't safe for a young boy down in that mine. What do Hank Bull do? Hank Bull run down there. And after a while, Hank Bull did not return. Is what the miners (laughs) in the tunnel? It sounded probably a lot more manly and terrifying than what that was. But Trevor gave it his best impression because he could never be a Hank Bull. I didn't want to scream too loud at the mic; that was so So, bad. After the miners heard this terrifying scream, (laughs) um, Ah! they of course went down the new tunnel to go rescue Hank and supposed young boy that was down there. While this happened, they eventually got to a point where they could see him in the distance, but were not able to reach him, and the mine collapsed on him, killing him instantly, never to be seen again. That was the wettest sound I could make. Now, this wouldn't be the only tragedy that would happen in this mine. It is a travesty. There are things in mines called a windlass. And basically what this is is it's a rope that wraps around a pole and it's lowered down into the mine. And they load it with ore and iron and gold and they draw it back up. Sometimes it'll be big enough for you know, workers to get inside and be brought up and they'll be used as an elevator.
0: I want to call it a gondola, but it's not. It goes straight up and down like it's an kinda elevator. It's kind of
1: like a gondola, but it's kind of. It's more of just straight up and down.
0: Yeah, it's just to move the ore and shit out of the tunnel faster.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers, this is what happened. <laughs> uh, there was a bell on this windlass, and occasionally it would ring. When the windlass, needed to be, windlass bucket needed to be brought up. Yeah, because well, they don't have Waggy talkies back then. Right. This is the 1800s. And I
0: doubt you can hear somebody go, get it all Tower up to the top. <laughs> Roy. Roy. It's <laughs> Hank. <laughs> Hank's dead. Jack. Cousin Jack's. Cousin <laughs> Jack, Cousin Jack's. Cousin Jack's pull up the oar.
1: So the I bell would ring. That. And there would be multiple times where the bells would ring and nothing would be in the bucket. Yeah, Cousin Jack. Except for Cousin Jack is in the bucket. So, this one time... (laughs) This one time? Probably many times. Well, this one specific time. Very specific. There was the bell ring, and there was workers in the bucket. They started to bring the bucket up. Well, it happened to get tangled on the way up. And (gasps) the ropes snapped. Snap! And during... This tension break, one of the ropes had tangled its way around one of the men's necks. Very
0: peculiar.
1: And because of the weight and the tension, it ended up decapitating him. Clean. (laughs) Ah, heads will roll. Heads will roll. Hazel row. Um because of these horrific events that happened, that's very
0: horrific. I made it so. A lot not.
1: of workers and miners were saying that they needed to close the mine. Well, in 1895, mm-hmm. they decided to close said mine
0: because these cousin Jacks were like, "Listen, these are not safe working conditions. I will not stand for this. I ain't working for you."
1: Yes. So I've never actually been in a mine myself. So Neither have
0: I. We should go to Kentucky. That's probably the closest ones to, that we could go to.
1: I would love to go to a mine one day just to see if I could experience Tommy Knockers because I know Ghost Adventures did a a tunnel that a
0: supposedly had of them. Tommy Knockers. The one the one in Arizona, I believe, that they did on one of their specials where um they could stay in a hotel room down there. That one was particularly haunted with rocks being thrown like fucking thermal camera picked up something when he got to the end of the mine and then i guess there was like burial grounds for like human remains too that were in the mines basically and they had been disturbed a couple of times so it's like interesting but then they also were like we hear knocking and it's like Okay, then. So we got a little bit of everything going on.
1: Yeah. And there's actually another story I'd like to hit. Um, oh, you hit it. In the hills of Smokeshire. I don't exactly know where it is. It's just out east somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, there was a, a group of miners who were in this cave, and they heard what it was to believed to be Tommyknockers knocking, which you hear that. And as we know, miners respect the Tommy Knocker, and they we're do. like, let's get out. There were seven miners at this time. Four of them said, "We're out." Ha, ha. The other three didn't believe in the Tommy Knocker and started basically joking about it, doing what I do, and <laughs> antagonizing it. And well, that would end up being
0: poopy poopy cock.
1: The last time they would ever make fun of a Tommy knocker, because
0: you would never catch me dead wanting to make fun of somebody. Shortly after this, the cave
1: collapsed and killed them.
0: Of course, why not?
1: And because of this, they decided to close the mine with still potentially loads of gold. We're talking so much gold you could grill your teeth out. Have (laughs) necklaces, icy. You could get super icy.
0: So there's a very common misconception with tommy knockers as well where they're there for good and they're supposed to warn you of the impending doom but then there's also the people that believe that the tommy knocker is knocking is actually them knocking the structure supports out and fucking with it so and and the crazy part is too like what the miners would do would go down in these mines and they would knock on the walls to see if they could find the veins where the tin or the gold or the silver would be in these mines so the cool thing is is it these Tommy knockers that have passed on warning them or is it these Tommy knockers trying to keep them out that's the big question
1: maybe the Tommy knockers are like this is our gold because remember, they're wearing mining stuff as well. So if we think about it; they're mining gnomes. So like, mining what if, gnomes. What if their whole economy is based off this tin or this silver or this gold within their cave system city? Or I, I don't know. I'm making things up, but I'm just thinking. Why, like,
0: why do they look the way they do, though? If they're technically people's fucking ghosts.
1: Right. I, like That's the thing that's really we, weird. Depends on how we want to look at this. Are
0: these mythical creatures or are they spirits?
1: Yes. I think it could be a mixture of both. Very, very, very much so could be. They could be spirits who manifest themselves into as sprites. creatures. Yeah. I, see, I could see that.
0: Like their soul transfers into another host body, and the host body happens to be a gnome like creature. Or, yeah. yeah
1: like that that totally could be and that, that i think it could go both ways too with them being a positive influence on maybe trying to maybe some safe. of them are and some of them aren't i can see the tommy knockers who are there for gold being very greedy and being like well look of at people you know what i mean you can have the greediest
0: of people living amongst the very selfless like super good people and, you know, you see that dynamic almost every day in just normal life. Why doesn't that also just dis- not distribute, but, like, translate to mythical creatures like this as well? I mean, it, that tracks to me, too. That's it's a hard one, honestly. And, like, the thing is, too, like, if they're spirits, how can, how can they manifest their form Okay. To make the sounds.
1: I got something here. Okay, good. I'm just going to read this little blurb here. Slap it on me. The legend of the Tommy Knocker evolved into the idea that the knockers, knockings were caused by dead miners who were kind enough to give warning of danger to the living. In praise of these kind gestures, the miners would leave food and items to secure their good graces and protection. In some mines where the Tommyknockers' presence was known to be overwhelmingly malevolent, the mines were forced to close because of the men's fears of the spirits. When the mines played out, the legends continued. As many said, the Tommyknockers found work in the homes surrounding the old mine shafts. Superstitions continued when many of the family's death or disaster was allegedly foretold by a knocking in the house belief in these diminutive miners remained well into the 20th century until modern systems and education replaced those earlier superstitions though not much is heard of the tommy knockers today they will forever have a piece in our history legend and lore
0: but it's never actually just gone away. People still have accounts of it. Yeah. Nowadays, it's just not as prevalent because not every miner Is going believes to believe in it in now. That, yeah. Right. It's just like ghosts. Like it went from being a very taboo topic to and nowadays, not being. Sad. We're
1: not in the caves using as many pitchforks and shit. We have
0: electronic devices right. and ele- escalators. We, was we was don't really say, even like,
1: have to go into mines anymore. Yeah, we
0: can e- escalate excavate Excavate. yeah, dude words are hard literally with robots and shit now like it's not a push cart on a railroad track going in and out by manual labor nowadays we'll
1: just break down the entire area and just take everything. yeah dude strip
0: mines yeah it's crazy how like how quickly they can dig a pit like
1: think a quarry you know like (laughs) that that's how we get a lot of our coal and shit now is we make quarries and
0: oh yeah and it's, it is insane to see some of the equipment they use in those quarries where it's like... The
1: biggest backhoe you'll ever see in your goddamn Fucking dump life. trucks
0: that are the size of a boat that are actually probably bigger than most boats.
1: It's crazy. I, I just think this whole thing is so interesting because it could go both ways. Like, it could be a spirit of a ghost or a past miner that well, lost their lives trying to warn someone of how they died. I believe that 100%. Well, and, like, if you think about it, too, if
0: you go into an, a mine that's been closed down for... 100 200 years it's not safe it's not and yeah you could be like it's just the earth's titanic plates moving around because we're a mile underneath the earth but at the same time like you're gonna get energy anywhere you go and if there are spirits and or creatures that we can't see that who knows if they can turn invisible or other some bullshit like that like that's probably why we don't see them
1: very often people do say they see these things though
0: yeah and that's that's like another good point of where it's like we don't know the physical anatomy of these things or like how they actually work we've just had accounts of people witnessing and hearing these things quite frequently actually
1: if it's told over centuries it makes it way more believable Uh uh-huh like we always say this if legends don't stay legends because they die out. People no. Continue to tell a story because it keeps happening over and over again.
0: One hundred percent does.
1: Like, it's just like it's and it's
0: such like an interesting interesting topic because mining was such a big, big industry. Still is. It definitely still is. But with the the changes to the labor force and equipment they can use you aren't getting as hands-on with, as these with people the gold were. Rush
1: and everything. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: It? And then you think about if, if how many these people are,
1: were rushing to caves in the 1800s. Yeah, for and the if gold you're rush. thinking,
0: oh, these Tommyknockers are the spirits of these dead miners. Look at how much Wild West bullshit that took place, looking for the gold in these mines. Like, it's insane to think some of these stories are like, and how, people would just go how down there. Many and rob caves your ass. collapse
1: that we'll never know about. Oh, it could have been easily because of a hundred or thousands knocking out a support, or you know, warning someone that they should get out, and then they don't listen to it, and then they're dead and they're trapped forever. And like then, think about how many times these old caves were then found. Someone goes in, they hear a knock, knock, knock and then they don't leave, and then boom, they're collapsed, and there's another soul trap forever. That's another thing, too, is like, Maybe if it Maybe they harvest souls. Maybe that's what they're actually <laughs> doing. That'd
0: be fucked. The heart of the mountain's actually eating people's souls so, like, the giant demon can wake. Uh, I've watched too many movies. No, dude, like, just think about it, though, too, like this, where it's like, yeah, you can probably hear the Earth's, like, Earth's tectonic plates, you know, moving shit and shift, or, like, just, like, ground shifting above you. But how relevant is it to a completely different knock, knock, knock sound, where it's like a distinct, like, tap, tap, tap? I don't think if you hear, like, a shifting of the earth, is going to sound like tap, tap, tap. I think it's going to, like, you know what I mean? It's going to be like a, like a groan or some sort, which I'd believe more or less in the, I guess you could say paranormal aspect of this, than I do like the, logistical standpoint where it's just the earth doing it itself
1: yeah and the, this is a tough topic too because all you really find is exactly what you we gave you on it um i mean there's pretty much every story you're gonna read about time is like the same thing the same thing over which is and it, again. it's crazy it's crazy that even stories that are so far apart it's so
0: consistent in though. geography
1: it's almost exactly the same people hear the knocks they either listen or they don't in the cave collapses yeah, and like, people it, either die. It or was they in don't.
0: Cornish, like folklore,
1: U.S. folklore, Danish folklore, anywhere that they had mines, which is everywhere in the world. Like, yes, I'm, the Cornish came over. I wonder here. if like the Chinese and stuff have a story that's similar to the the Knock.
0: It's probably very likely, like very very likely. You get on there, quick fingers. You tell me right now. I need to know. I don't even doubt it, honestly. Unless yep. like they don't, yeah, they do. Yep. It's probably got some crazy, like, Xingjiao name or something. Because yep. I there's no, no way knockers. I can... <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way I can read I Chinese. I want to
1: find it in Chinese for to say it for us.
0: I just want to learn Chinese or J- Japanese. That'd be so fun. Um, then I could watch my anime. <laughs>
1: that's just a pronunciation thing.
0: Tommy Knockers. <laughs> Not to be confused with Knocker Knockers. I know everybody on here loves boobies. <laughs> How do you not love babies?
1: So, uh, while I'm looking this up, this makes me want to mention, in 1987, Stephen King wrote a science fiction novel called The Tommyknockers. However, his book was about aliens instead of a gnome-like creature. What?
0: What? Uh, now I'm curious about the movie, or I mean movie, the book, if it's like...
1: Oh, there was a mini television series based on the novel.
0: Oh, this is news.
1: Ads just keep popping up left and right.
0: Was it about the aliens though or was it legitimately about Tommy Knockers? I don't know. I can't even see. I just wonder like what this alien movie is about now too where it's like could they be aliens living in the mines and like they were they crash landed millennia ago and then the earth overtook their ships and then these mines were like the veins that they lived in. And they're, now they're coming out. God, what if we took that route? Where it's like, these are actually aliens that we're seeing with the misshapen heads yeah, and elongated limbs. Um... Oh, shit. I already forgot another thing, too. Do you remember? I don't know if Destination Truth found it or who found it. But they found that little skeleton of, like, a humanoid figure with a big head. But it was, like... Five to six inches oh, tall. Yeah, I was like a that. baby. And it was in a cave.
1: Oh, what if it was a Tommy? What? Knocker? Yeah,
0: what if it's fucking legitimate evidence of a Tommy knocker? Because when they did DNA evidence on it, it had no recognizable DNA strand or synthesizing way of figuring out where the fuck it came from. That's what? an
1: interesting thought. I didn't even think of I, that. It just
0: it literally crossed my mind out of the blue, and I was like, "We were talking about Destination Truth earlier." That show is pretty fucking cool. I'm so sad that Josh Gates is no longer helming it and they're doing something completely different. Still interesting shows he does, but Destination Truth was the truth.
1: So Tommy Knocker's book is based in Maine, the town of Haven. It gradually fell under the influence of a mysterious object buried in the woods. It's uh, 558 it's, pages. It
0: sounds like an interesting book, honestly. It actually does. But, I mean, it doesn't sound very realistic to what the Tommyknocker's legitimate folklore
1: is. No, he just took the name, I think. What a fucking cheat. He's a cheat. He's a genius is what he is. He's a a lyrical. He is a
0: literature genius. Dude, words are hard today. I'm, like, coming up blank on the words I'm looking for. Did you find the name yet? No. All right, scrapping it.
1: They did have something, but I couldn't really find what it is.
0: We also don't live in China or another country where it's easier to find information because we're on the U.S. VPNs.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, Tommyknockers to me, I think they're just super cool because having something that lives in capes that warns you of, of... intimate death and it's up to you right. to like listen to it or not listen to it and basically decide your own fate based off of hearing a noise it is up to you it's pretty crazy to me and on top of that like the fact that they do have some type of ghostly influence where you know you hear laughter and you hear whispers and you see things moving or you might see the tommy knocker itself it Creepy. might be like steal from you or like play some type of prank on you like every time you look around you're uh, Axe is like moved Or like right. upside down Or like in a different spot Or like on the other side of the mine Like It's just kind of funny to me Like Thinking that there's this little creature out there Just playing tricks on people well, Like, oi, I know I left my lunch over there <laughs> Wait Johnny, did you eat my sandwich? Why you gotta bite on my sandwich? No, I didn't eat your sandwich, Tommy You fucking knocker <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it I love it I, I'd have to say that I'm not on the fence about it, but, like, I want to believe. Because it seems too consistent to be just word of mouth for this many years.
1: For this many years. I mean, the fact that it has died down a little bit, but then even that... But I'd mining is
0: not as prevalent as it was, so that's that's right. a big reason why.
1: And the fact that, like, I learned about this from Ghost Adventures because of so them awesome. talking about it makes it... <sighs> to me, seem like it's not as dead as people think it is. No. There's obviously people going into caves. There's always going to be people going into caves. Honestly, watch those videos on YouTube. this.
0: The videos on YouTube of people that just go and freelance, like walk through caves and spelunk that way, super interesting. They also have balls of steel. Like to walk through a pitch black tunnel on your own where you don't know the structural integrity of the miner, of the cave you're going through, You have to be some type of crazy, but like in a good way, because I just don't think I could ever do it. Fucking insane
1: in the membrane. You want to read a ghost story?
0: Read me a ghost story, daddy. I'll
1: read you a ghost story. (laughs) All right, so that story is called A California Ghost Story Retold by S.E. Schlauser. What a name.
0: S.E. Schlauser's got a Schlauser.
1: Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Alright, Tommyknockers are the spirits of departed miners that help miners find ore. They also knock on the walls of mines right before a cave in. When you hear a Tommyknocker knocking, it's best to depart the area right quick. They have saved the life of many miners who have been in danger. Some folks say that the very first man to hear the sound is Jinxed. That is not always the case. It is important to stay on the good side of a tommy knocker. Many miners leave a bit of their lunch for spirits and to please them. They fashion the little clay figures of the spirits. The tommy knockers can be spiteful creatures if they don't like you. One unlucky miner named Eddie became the target of the tommy knockers. They drove him crazy. Pelting him with stones, stealing his tools, blowing out his lantern. He couldn't figure out why the Tommyknockers had singled him out until one day he heard the voice calling to him in the dark, opening of a nearby shaft. Eddie, I want five dollars, the Tommyknocker said. Eddie was so startled he dropped his tools all over the ground. The voice sounded like that of an old friend, Joe, who had died in a cave a few months back. Eddie had borrowed five dollars from Joe, and he never returned it. Hey Eddie, you got my five? Eddie went into the shaft, and sure enough, there was Joe, Terrell Lee's ghost, shrunk to the size of a two-foot dwarf, with a big, ugly head. Let me let me do that again.
0: Eddie, you got my five
1: bucks? <laughs> <laughs> he wore a peaked hat, a leather jacket, and water-soaked leather boots. The Tommyknocker was not pleased to see Eddie. Give me my $5, Eddie, the ghost of his old friend demanded. I don't have any money on me, Joe, Eddie said, patting his pockets for emphasis. I've heard that before, said the Tommyknocker dryly. I don't believe it then, and I don't believe it now. The Tommyknocker disappeared into thin air, leaving an uneasy Eddie to wonder what the ghost would do next. He soon found out. A long day, Eddie was plagued, by the Tommyknocker. His ladder had shaken so hard that he almost fell off when the loud tapping noise and an invisible drill drove him mad. He was missed by, buried by a rockfall, and through it all, Joe's voice would taunt him. You got my (laughs) fat bugs. Alright, Joe. Alright, Eddie Eddie. Finally, yelled into the mouth of the tunnel where his friend appeared, "I'll get your bloody five dollars!" Abandoning his work for the day, Eddie made the long climb back to the service and took five silver dollars from the money box he kept under a loose board in his bedroom. Then he climbed back down into the mine and stuck the five dollars into a crack in the wall next to the place Joe's spirit had appeared to him. "There's your five dollars, Joe!" Ed shouted, his voice echoing oddly in the dark tunnel. It's about bloody time," Joe said, peering next to him and peering cri- crucially into the crack where the money lay. Thanks, "Are you going to leave me alone now?" Eddie asked. The Tommyknocker grinned impishably and Eddie, maybe he said. He scooped up the five dollars and disappeared into the darkness. Hey, I never got my five bucks. And you can find the story in the, the book Spooky California by C. E. Schlozer.
0: Hey, I never got my five bucks. <laughs> good little story interesting twist thing it's literally the same exact thing that we've been reading about too where it's just like it's so consistent it's crazy how consistent every story is like that where i mean i mean it's it's probably like people probably like i've heard it many times and it's beaten into me like a dead horse right now but how can you not say that it doesn't have some type of standing in your brain where you're like is this real could this be real because i think this could be real
1: I mean, there is tons of stuff out there if you search the web of the Tommyknocker. And I, I do believe that in the in that ghost story, like, the miners creating clay figurines of these little gnome-like is interesting is pretty interesting. And I feel like that totally could have happened. I mean, we're talking about a time where entertainment was very low, and you had to basically entertain yourself back then, right? That you did. And the best way to entertain yourself is to be creative in some fashion, so...
0: Very, very...
1: And we know how much people love to work with clay back then, so
0: Yeah, I mean people were a lot more artistic back in the day because it was a lot less to do. I ain't got TikTok, I ain't got Snapchat, I ain't got YouTube, I ain't got yeah, fucking I can't just sports be down on this television.
1: Cave dancing and clapping my cheeks, but <laughs> I said <laughs>
0: Big booty bitches popping pussy in a drive thru. Oh good that's a good one right there though. I like this folklore. I love I love the folklore stuff. And I
1: think we'll we'll do a little bit more of this. There's a lot of different hauntings and stories out there. I think that we need to shed light on. Going into
0: spooky season, we should definitely do like a whole, a whole Haunting thing. Yeah, like a whole bunch of haunted areas or
1: just legends. more folklore
0: legends like this, where it's just fun. Like I wouldn't mind learning more about witches. Like you know, like if witches brews are a real thing,
1: like kind of how we talk. In our last episode, like what this conjuring stuff, like how does it yeah, like, maybe we'll do a conjuring.
0: That'd be fucked up. I ain't doing no blood rituals.
1: <laughs> we need a pig.
0: We need a pig or a goat. I don't really want to summon Satan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me redact that. But I mean, comment down below. What what do you think? Do you believe in Tommy Knockers? Do you think that they're just a ghost? That- Is Bigfoot real? big for real? Are aliens real? <laughs> Are ghosts even real? Are
0: Tommyknockers aliens that live underneath the earth and they're going to come to get you because you're yeah.
1: living in their areas? Yeah, is Stephen King more onto it than all of us? Oh my God, he's a fucking genius. Maybe, maybe I I don't know. I don't have the answers for this.
0: We just talk about it.
1: We're just talking about it. And we learn and remember, folks. You can you can find us on pretty much every podcasting platform Spotify, out iTunes,
0: there. iTunes, Apple, I, I I can't talk. Spy SpyTunes. SpyTunes. You, you, you go. I can't do it.
1: <laughs> Spotify. Apple Podcast. <laughs> so Apple Podcast. Podbean. Spotify. Uh, I already said it. Pandora. iHeartRadio. Uh, Deezer. Uh, YouTube. Uh, Facebook. Uh, Instagram. Uh, 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 all of them. All if you haven't found us yet, I don't know how you found us.
0: And if we're on SpyTunes, go me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we want our royalties because we came up with that.
0: The fuck is SpyTunes? <laughs>
1: Don't look up spy tunes because it's not. Real. I feel like that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably some bad site. It's probably going to, yeah, it's probably going to spot on you if you go there. So don't go there, but you can go to Spotify and all those other ones.
0: Very much so.
1: But remember, folks, that I don't, did we say at this beginning or. A thousand we... plays
0: in October.
1: Yeah. So I don't remember if we even did this at the beginning of this episode or if it was the one that we fucked up. <laughs> that was because the board was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we fucked up some shit, and this was actually the second time I recorded this. But <laughs> whoop, whoop. if we didn't say this at the beginning, because I already forgot, uh, 1,000 plays this month, and we're going to do a trick-or-treat giveaway.
0: Trick-or-tweet, smell my feet. And you by this month, we mean October, feet.
1: because unfortunately, we're, we're like a day and a half way. close for September. So remember, folks, to get us to a 1,000 plays, and to keep your ears and eyes open.
0: For really goes, bump. In the night.
1: What?